Well, hey again, and welcome back to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. My name is Mike Freeman, and today, as we walk through the Gospel of John, what we're going to see is we're going to see Jesus encounter what are going to be some of his first disciples, and uh, and we're going to finish up with, uh, not finish up, but we're going to see more of John the Baptist and his testimony about Jesus. If you remember yesterday, we saw John declare, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. And now the, the, the story goes forward and we pick up in verse 35 of John chapter 1. That begins, it says, The next day, again, John was standing with two of his disciples. And he looked at Jesus as he walked by and he said, Behold the Lamb of God. This is, this is the, the drum beat of John. Behold the Lamb of God. Jesus is, he is the Messiah who's the sacrifice. Verse 37. The two disciples heard him say this, and they followed Jesus. Jesus turned and saw them following and said to them, What are you seeking? And they said to him, Rabbi, which means teacher, where are you staying? And he said to them, Come and you will see. So they came and saw where he was staying, and they stayed with him that day, for it was about the tenth hour, uh, mid to late afternoon. One of the two heard John speak and followed Jesus, or excuse me, one of the two who heard John speak and followed Jesus was Andrew, Simeon, Peter's brother. He first found his own brother Simeon and said to him, We have found the Messiah. This is, this is the key, which means Christ. He brought him to Jesus. Jesus looked at him and said, You are Simon, the son of John. You shall be called Cephas, which means Peter. Now, here's kind of a weird deal, right? You have John and two of his disciples. And John yells out, Behold the Lamb of God. And these two disciples, they just start to start you know, like following Jesus. It's almost like, are they sneaking, following him? And Jesus turns and sees them following and says, What are you seeking? And they're like, Well, where are you staying? But reading between the lines, what's really happening here is they're saying, we want to be your followers. We, we want to follow you to where you're staying. We want to learn from you. We have been discipled by John, but John is pointing at you. And so we want to be discipled by you. Why? Because they believe they have found the Messiah, the Christ, the anointed one. They believe they have found the, the foretold, prophesied, and promised Messiah, rescuer and king of Israel. And so they have their hopes set on this Jesus. John's great. We, we love John and we learned a lot from John. And, and, and John is a spiritual man, but, but he's pointing at Jesus and we think he is the Messiah. We think he's the Messiah. We believe Jesus to be the Savior. That's, that's why they follow him. You know, I love this text because we see that Jesus is, he's very responsive to those who are seeking him. You know, this reminds us that we live in a world that sometimes it feels like no one's seeking him, yet Jesus is very responsive to those who are seeking him. Jesus, he welcomes those who are willing to come to him. He, 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 he even welcomes those who are willing to come to him who might have a skewed view of who he is at first. When these men thought about Messiah, they likely had a physical rule and reign in first century Israel as, as the goal. 
<clears throat> they, they had in their heart and their mind very much so this idea that Jesus is the Messiah. He is the one who's going to come and he is going to show the Romans what's up. He's going to get rid of their occupation. We will become free. He will be our king and, and down with Rome. That's, that's likely so much of what is feeding this. And they come to Jesus. He says, what are you seeking? They said, well, where are you staying? Well, can we follow you? And you have to believe Jesus understands. He, he can read between the lines. He knows what they're looking for. He knows that he's better than what they're looking for, but he's not exactly what they're looking for. Yet he says, come seek me. Come learn from me. Come find out more about me. Come and discover that your assumptions about me are wrong. Come and find that I'm so much more than what you even thought that I was. I love this because this is discipleship. This is, the, this is our ancient way for our modern day. See, we, like these disciples, they, come, uh, they came to Jesus. We come to Jesus and we have, truth be told, let's, let's just be honest. We have preconceived notions about who Jesus is and what we should expect from him. Maybe we've heard people teach about Jesus and maybe we've heard uh, parts of Jesus's character or, or his identity emphasized in other parts we've maybe never been introduced to or they've been, they've been downplayed and not really been the focus. But listen, when we come to Jesus, we don't come and say, I'm simply going to bring my ideas and I'm, I'm going to stay stagnant with my ideas. Rather, we come to Jesus as seekers. He welcomes us. Come, come follow me. And then he... <laughs> He corrects our wrong ideas. He clarifies the places where we're close. He leads us to know him as he really is. And this is theological. This has to do with the plumb line of truth, what is true about Jesus and what is not true. This is also relational though. We, we, don't, we don't learn about Christ in an academic vacuum. It's our our. our heart is engaged just as much as our mind. We learn to adore him as we learn how much he loves us. We learn to praise him as we learn the, the, the depths of his sacrifice. We learn to glorify him as we see the way he provides and the way he sovereignly orchestrates our lives so that we can serve him. What are you seeking? What are you seeking as you watch this video? Certainly you're not seeking Mike. Certainly you're seeking to know Jesus. I think an appropriate prayer as we consider these disciples in their early stage of following Jesus, and they're going to get a lot wrong. I think we recognize that we might be in a similar spot. We might need to humbly go before the Lord and say, Father, I, I come seeking Jesus I want to know him. I want to know the power of his resurrection. I want, to, I want to know what's really true about him and not just the cultural Christian ideas that have been stapled onto him. I want to know Christ for who he is. And so, Lord, show me where I'm wrong. Help me to, as these men searched after Jesus, help me to search the scriptures to know who Christ truly is as, as he has revealed himself, not the way I want him to be, not my expectations for him, but how he has revealed himself and who he truly is. We've already seen so much of Jesus' identity. We've seen he is the pre-existent, eternal, divine creator. 
We've seen that he is the son of God, that in him there is life, and that life is the light of men. Well, we have seen that he is the lamb of God. Behold, the lamb of God, the one who takes away the sin of the world. And now we have this new term, Messiah. Anointed one, Christ, Savior. Let us continue to grow in the way we know who Christ is. And may that lead us to obedience and to affection that is greater and greater. And this is our ancient way for our modern day.